0: Hello and welcome to South Africa on 99.94 Cricket Every Day. I'm Neil Manthorpe, my co-host is Lungani Zama. Uh, South Africa on 99.94 is your new home for South African content. We'll be dropping into your podcast feed, as you hopefully know by now, at least uh, twice a week. Um, And uh, so do please rate, review and subscribe. Also, if you get a chance, if you haven't done so already, check out The Mitch Johnson Show. Uh, You can find it uh, wherever you uh, found this podcast he talks about the former Australian Quick talks about his life uh, in and out and after cricket. Um, so thank you for joining Cricket's Conversation. We've got quite a lot, quite a lot to, to, to get through in the, the next uh, 20, 25 minutes or so, um, including the announcement of a uh, women's T20 Triangular, which is pretty exciting, actually, uh, between West Indies, India and South Africa as a warm-up tournament uh, to the Women's uh, T20 World Cup being staged in Cape Town, PAL and Port Elizabeth in, uh, in February. But first of all, Zams, I want to talk about um, the SA20. Um, we should probably do an update of the SA20 if there is any news every time we do a podcast. Um, so a, a good friend of mine um, who is not a cricket fanatic, I have to say, but his children are very, very keen. And... Um, he he doesn't really... One of the reasons we get on so well is that he doesn't really know very much at all about cricket, but his, but his children are very keen. He's got a, a boy and a girl, and they both play at school. And so he said to me, I see the fixtures of the SA20 have been announced. I said, yeah, that's right. He, uh, I said, I'm surprised you noticed. He said, no, I didn't. The kids did. Uh, he said, can you please tell me one thing? Why are the games starting at 5.30, at the height of rush hour, he said my my kids are, are, they'll still be playing they they want to go and play they you know they like the games at school don't finish till till six o'clock. and i said to him what you have to understand don is that and i, I make, <laughs> i'm not being cynical at all i said don what you need to understand is this is an, this is a, basically an indian tournament being played for the benefit of the indian market in south africa And frankly, we should be very grateful that they're using most of our best players in their teams. Um, But but that's that's the reality. I said, and and, you know, it it won't be the first time, and it won't be the last time that you go, "Why are they doing that? That doesn't suit. That's that's not that doesn't help at all." Corporate sweet holders um, don't get their boxes uh, during the SA Twenty, or if they do, they have to pay for them again. So and i'm not being facetious or sarcastic i'm am honestly not i personally i am grateful that uh, that the six franchises were bought by ipl teams but am i am i right it's it's an indian tournament being played for the benefit of the indian market and i hope it's very exciting and it will be a massive success and that the trickle down effect of the money that it generates will keep the game healthy and alive in South Africa?
1: Yeah, that that's exactly what it is. We, we've got hosting rights and, and hopefully enough of a hosting fee to, like you say, trickle down and make a difference in South African cricket. I think what you should remind, Don, is that the last time the IPL was in South Africa, or the only time that the IPL was in South <laughs> Africa in 2009, the game started at half past four because that's eight o'clock in India, and that's prime time. Um, so this is already half past five is a bit of a compromise to make it half past nine to try and um, get, you know, a lot of these school children to games. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of things that we would do in a in a non-South African... A South African game would kick off at, at six o'clock for an evening game um, to try and get as many people from work into the grounds. But you're getting into half past nine and finishing it after midnight in India at that point. So it doesn't add up um so yeah there are a lot of compromises and you 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 just hope that it is a success this first one because it it is so crucial to so many people involved in south african create that it is a success i know there's a 10 year deal on the table but the first year sets the tone to make sure that the, the other nine are going to you know going to be profitable so you you, you there, there's been a lot of noise being made in the background and it's good to see fixtures because you know there have been false dawns with t20 tournaments in south africa before and when you don't see crucial things like fixtures come out or broadcast partnerships being announced you start getting twitchy so the fact that we do know now that mi cape town and paul are going to play the very first game on the 10th of january is a sense of relief um the the journey from now until then, of course, is still going to be laden with a lot of complications and uh, logistical issues. But at least there's there's a date in mind, um, and there's a fixture to look forward to.
0: You've been more closely involved with the SA Twenty, at least not within it, but from without it. You've been looking and, and speaking and talking. You've you've had a look inside. How how will it work? How will the trickle down? If in simple terms, I mean, how will the money? Do you, you will know that the fourteen provinces collectively, between them, to varying degrees, owe Cricket South Africa close to two hundred and ten million rand. That's money that they borrowed to upgrade their facilities. Um, the, I mean, the it's, a, it's the game is is sort of very close to being bankrupt. That all 14 provinces, to some degree, owe cricket South Africa money. Burland um, in Paul, owe 28 million. I think they they installed they they paid for the new floodlights and upgraded. It's a wonderful facility now, and it, of course, as we know, will be um home to the Paul Royals. But how how is the money going to trickle down
1: to pay off all this debt? Yeah. it... it, it it's a complicated issue because it, super sport are a pretty big shareholder in this uh, and obviously the actual owners of the franchises are, are not doing this for free um and then eventually cricket south africa and then by consequence the franchises are also stakeholders in this but it is for all intents and purposes it it's a, it's a completely different tournament with with shareholders and, and 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 bills to pay, um, they've just signed this. Announced this Viacom eighteen, the uh, broadcast a partnership deal. Um, the numbers around that have, are are a secret at the moment, um, but you 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 do realize that there's no title sponsor and there's no, um, you know, that's that's where the money comes. You know, you you want to be called the Emirates SA Twenty or whatever. You know, the IPL is the Airtel IPL or, or, or whatever it is. That's that title sponsor is is where the real money comes in. The the, the broadcast pays for the nuts and bolts and makes sure that everything looks pretty. Um, but you you need a, a title sponsor that's going to say, okay, I'm putting my name behind this and giving you whatever 250 million dollars over 10 years because i i I believe that there's going to be enough return on that investment that's what it's lacking at the moment and that's what they're desperately chasing because that's you can't speak trickle down at the moment when you've just paid the necessary bills to be able to host you've paid players you've paid grounds you and and then you've got a broadcast partner in place the real pretty stuff and 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 the stuff that makes everyone in profit are the commercial partners whether they're for individual teams um in terms of my cape town being sponsored by whoever and these are going to have to be international this is an international product you know the the reality is the the, the numbers are 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 too steep probably for most south african companies to even look at um so a, a, as much as things are in place uh, the profit is, is is not nearly in place and 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 it may not even be in place by the time the tournament starts because it's wading into new territory in in a very very busy market uh and you know there's got to be a almost a proof of concept where where people see this thing and 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 see people in the stands and, and 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 see the excitement and and see a new wave of players come through they're also competing with this tournament in dubai so it's not that straightforward um so everyone is 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 hopeful But until you start seeing commercial partners and and a title sponsor of of international repute, you've got to understand that it's it's not breaking even just yet. You know, it's not this golden egg that's being laid and everyone is, is, is comfortable again. It's far from it. There's a lot of work that still needs to happen. Okay. More on this subject in just a moment.
0: Hi, I'm Nikesh Raghani, commentator and host of the India on 99.94 podcast. Several times each week, my co-host Sara Waris and I will be bringing you the very best in Indian cricket chat. Whether we're discussing the legend of Julan Goswami... Kale rahul's strike rate the men's t20 death bowling woes or the latest controversy involving the bcci we've got you covered you can listen and subscribe via your usual podcast provider just search for india on 99.94 you can watch us via youtube and you can download the 99.94 app if you love indian cricket then join our conversation we're talking uh sa20 and uh, um whether it will be the financial golden egg that Cricket South Africa desperately needs, and everyone is hoping it will be. So, Sam's, three weeks ago, I heard that the SA20 board were a matter of days away from announcing a global title sponsor. That was three weeks ago. I was given the the tip-off, you know, um, look out, it's going to be massive. It's a massive.
1: That was three weeks ago, so it's gone cold. I assume. Well, this is this is this is the problem with overpromising. Um, you then have to deliver, um, it, it, and and you know you you've got six of the biggest franchises in the IPL. They are itching and desperate, and and for all the goodwill that they've come in with, they've they've also come in with 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 you know cold hard cash that they want to return on. They they're not billionaires because they are, are charitable they 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 are ruthless business people who invest in things that they believe will quite frankly make them more money yes entertain them but you know make them more money grow the franchises um so you 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 do worry when something that was supposed to happen weeks ago is is, is still quiet i know there's negotiations going on on a, on a daily basis and uh it, it's it's complicated because in, in India, every, it's, it's almost every team for itself. But the IPL is big enough that every team can be for itself and, and have its title sponsors and have its its ways of doing things. Here, my understanding is that there's a lot more compromise because you're trying to sell as a whole as opposed to selling as, as individual franchises who are off um, around the world trying to sell MI Cape Town or, or, or sell Paul Royals. You're trying to sell this collective tournament with six owners and whatever stakeholders around you know so there's almost 10 10 fingers in one pie that you're trying to sell so it is more complex i'm not surprised that it's taken the time that it's taken and it, it might not even be announced by the end of this year i would think because it's one thing getting the sponsor to come on board and saying here's what i'm willing to offer you then have to everyone has to agree and put egos aside and say okay that's not the numbers that I'm used to. I'm normally used to getting those on my own. Now I've got to share with not just five other owners, but Supersport as a partner and CSA, but somewhere, some sort of partner. Um, so it's it's complex. It's complex, and I'm sure they are they are pretty heated meetings because, like I say, if you've paid ten million upfront dollars uh, to, to 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 buy a stake, you you want to 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 to, to get you know that back as soon as possible and then start looking at at profit share
0: what um our listeners and viewers might not know about Viacom eighteen is that it's owned by the ambani brothers reliance group um, who of course own um, mumbai Indians so it it is it is i mean it's, it a conflict of interest um springs to mind uh, you know <laughs> i mean it's a, it's a, it's a great it's a great thing because there is no such thing as a bottomless pit of money and even billionaires are, um, can can run out of it. But it seems the Ambani brothers are, are quite unlikely um, to run out any time soon. So they started Viacom18, it's their broadcast company. Um, and, and so there's a, a great sense of comfort that, um, you know, when they sign a 10 year deal to broadcast the tournament in India, um, it, it's not going to fall flat, you know. It's not going to develop a puncture, um, but you, you do sort of wonder how much extra coverage the Mumbai Indians might get. Um, but be be that as it may, uh, it's it, it is it is happening. We've got the fixture list, which is great. Do you think? Is your sense that we actually? You, you mentioned you know when people see a crowd, they see the stadiums. Um, hopefully with lots of people in them, if not entirely full, do you think it, this thing actually has to start moving before title sponsors can can say, uh, okay? Or, I mean, does it have to do a season? Does it need to do two seasons before somebody says, okay,
1: well, you finally got this car fixed and it's working, so we're interested? Yeah, my sense would be it, it has to probably do a season. Um you know there's been false dawns with south african t20 tournaments that make all the right noises and make all the promises and you know from t20 global league to mzanti super league uh, so the world is, is skeptical as much as it you know certainly india wants to be a part of south african cricket and help south african cricket and they see a an opportunity um to to to, to be commercially successful investors are, are, are twitchy for, for for a number of reasons we've discussed other complications in south african cricket in other podcasts but for this specific market of t20 league you have to see that the south african audience has not been turned off by performances and politics and everything else that they will still turn up at grounds because nothing sells a tournament more than people having a good time at this tournament that you have put your title sponsorship to um if it's empty and, and, and soulless, even if you have the very best players in the world earning millions, it, it's not a good look. It's empty. You know, It was hard to watch the IPL in lockdown because it was empty. You can generate the crowd noise, but it's, it's empty. The ball flies into the stands and the player has to jump over 10 seats and pick it up themselves and come back because no one else can touch it because of COVID. That, that COVID was a picture of what happens when you have a product, but you don't have the people. So it, it needs the people. People are the energy. And people are, are your best influencers because they tell you that we, we, we love this thing and, and therefore you should put more money into it because we're having a great time with this thing. And, and that in turn brings players who maybe said I'm unavailable for this window. They go, jeepers, I can have more fun in South Africa than I can have in, in the Big Bash. I'm, I'm, I'm up for, for the next South African auction. I don't care what the price is. Everyone looks like they had a good time. Then you add the other paraphernalia of going to the bush and jump diving, a blow burger, whatever else you do in South Africa. But the thing that sells it is an awesome stadium experience that looks good on TV if you can't be at the ground yourself. And and, and, and that's the challenge. In the first year, you have to hit the ground running and sell this dream and make it look authentic and, and, and see people having fun.
0: Okay, another short break. When we come back, we'll have a, a short section um, when Sams and I review... The T20 World Cup for what it's worth. Hi. I'm Mark Jarno, broadcaster and Sri Lankan cricket fan. Every week Estelle Vazu, Devon and myself will drop several episodes of Sri Lankan 99.94, keeping you up to date on the latest from the Sri Lankan cricketing world. If you want to know what Hasaranga is up to, where Chambriathapatu scored her runs or what Naroshan Dickwala has been discussing behind the stumps, then make sure to watch or listen to Sri on 99.94. You can find us wherever you get your podcasts, on YouTube and on the 99.9 for our join the shrunken crooked conversation and get involved okay Zams. So i've got my timings all wrong once again it's going to be a very short section um and some people will say that's appropriate given south africa's exit from the chief any world cup but um it is interesting that the final and we're recording this before the final is played um it may well be posted after the final so um we won't be talking about the result but it, it is it fascinates me that the final is being played between a team that was beaten by Ireland and a team that was beaten by Zimbabwe.
1: Indeed. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, it, you know, two teams that have probably saved their best cricket for for the semi-finals when it matters most. Um, because, you know, there have been a lot of other teams who have also lost to Minos, we know that very well. Um, but when it absolutely mattered, England put up their best performance against india just absolute dominance um and 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 pakistan were pretty clinical against new zealand i mean they were they were measured they were composed they were you know turned over a new leaf so it 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 points to at least a high quality final um in, in melbourne and and it'll be hopefully a fitting end to what has been a very very interesting um surprising t20 world cup
0: Interesting. Is that <laughs> is that your is that your chosen description? If I ask you to sum up the T Twenty World
1: Cup. You'd say it's been interesting, <laughs> illuminating, uh, shocking. It, it, it has definitely not lacked interest. I mean, it's from from the very first game uh, when Namibia beat Sri Lanka. Uh, it's yeah, it's had its twists and turns, and and that look. We said right at the beginning after that result that. The growth of the game is seen when the gap closes between the so-called big nations and the smaller ones. Um, of course, as a South African, you're mortified when South Africa loses to the Netherlands. But again, as we said, other nations will be emboldened to say that it is, it is possible. You can topple these big guns. And, and the interest, I'm sure, in the Netherlands, knowing that they guarantee the next World Cup for sure, passage into the main event, you know, you, it's, it's a pity that the season is over. It's winter because people will be itching to get out and, and emulate what they saw. So in terms of growing interest, even for the neutral, I mean, people who don't care for cricket would have heard the Netherlands beat South Africa and understood why is that significant. And then you understand it, and you see that it's just complete Cinderella story. So it's good for the game when these stories pop up. Um, and you hope England will be favourites, but you hope that Pakistan can give us one last twist in the final and... <laughs> And, and turn the tables, because it's it's been that, that kind of tournament of upsets and, and, and surprises. So hopefully right to the last ball, it is surprising. It's always surprising with Pakistan, always. I'm sure we're in for a surprise. It's never dull. No, it's never it's dull. Never dull.
0: <laughs> Fantastic. Thank you very much indeed, Sam. Thank you as well for uh, listening to South Africa on 99.94, where we speak cricket uh, every day or every other day. Please rate, review and subscribe wherever you enjoy your podcasts. It certainly does help get the word out. Uh, You can download the 99.94 app and follow us on Twitter at Neil Manthorpe and at Whamzam17.
1: Cheers, Sam's. Chat to you in a few days. Cheers, Manus. Enjoy the final.
0: Hey there, my name is Michael Laminato and this is Pit Pass F1